Hey everyone, welcome out to this episode of The Good, The Bad, Geeky. I'm not going to say the number because I don't know right now. Um, it's a, it's number. You're uh, bad and you should feel bad. I am so bad. I should feel bad. Um, but this episode is going to be a lot of fun. I, off the top of my head, while we're recording this right now. I, oh wait, this is the Jamie Therese episode, right? Yeah. Oh, I, that I, is going to be a lot of fun. I, I can't I, wait to hear it. I don't know if, um, as we're recording this right now, so I might split it up into two halves. I might Ooh. not. Um, be, In which case, you'll just put the same I think intro it's like on both an, halves? Uh, no, I might record another one, but just not. This will be the first one for sure. Sure. Um, but uh, but it's a lot of good. But the problem is, I think it's like we're gonna be talking like an hour and a forty five nice. minutes, which is a little long. So I understand. So I might split it up. But it's such a good conversation; just flows in and out, in and out, like I do. So I might put it. Yeah, yeah. Go long yeah I, I think so, but I, I don't know. It might be a last minute. Like okay. laziness decision, I don't know, um, but uh, it's really fun. We talk about how Jamie and Teresa met, them winning the 2015 Eisner Award, and tons of other great stuff. It's just really fun, and it, and it's um, it's just it, they're just so much, so nice people, and I really get to talk to the people behind Packard because I think we talk about them all the time, and we do. We talked about Packard a lot, a lot, but but we never actually talk about we talk about the store as a whole, but they are the store, I right. think, which is important, which is important. So. Yeah. Um, Get to know the people behind Packrat Comics. I know, right? So, uh, so here it is. Oh, before we uh, begin, though, um, please make sure to uh, uh, check out our sponsors. Obviously, PackratComics.com, AudibleTrial.com forward slash GoodBadGeeky, thirty day free trial um, before it goes fourteen ninety five a month. And during that thirty day trial, you get a free book out of the whole process. It's pretty great. You can get any audiobook they have there. I think they just added Harry Potter, which is pretty great. And the Cursed Child. Oh, I don't know about the Cursed Child, okay. but I do know it's the original. Is it cursed or cursed? I thought it was cursed. I mean, it can go both I've ways. I've heard people say it both ways. I'm just wondering what's correct. That's is Cursed true. the British version, or are they both correct? And it just depends. That's a good point because sometimes they do that with the British stuff. Yeah, I don't um, know. I honestly don't know which one's correct. You know, uh, you know, or they could both be. Note correct. to self: that I will forget after immediately recording this. Tweet J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Rowling. Ooh. J.K. Rowling. Now, are you sure that's the British pronunciation or the American pronunciation? I'm sure it's J.K. Rowling. <laughs> as, as she says, like, get my name fucking right. <laughs> the greatest author of our generation, you can get her name right. I, I don't know. It, it's a little hard for me to, to grasp the American versus... Okay, British for a second I was like, I don't know. She may not be the greatest author, and I was going to smack No, you. no, no. My pronunciation. Okay. I can barely say normal words right. You want me to try to get her name right? You mean normal words. Normal. It's normal words. Normal? Normal words. 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 Yes. All right. Welcome out to another episode. No, you're doing it wrong. Now I'm doing it wrong. Yes. Wrong. Okay. You should say cue the theme song. Shite. All right. Uh, we'll uh, cue the theme song and... GBG, uh, I am in you. Hey, everyone. Before we officially begin, I just want to give you guys a heads up that this is all in one episode. Uh, I was exaggerating a little bit in terms of how long it is. But don't let that deter you. All right, without me talking anymore, here's Jamie and Teresa from Packrat Comics.
All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome out to The Good, The Bad, and Geeky. And we have very special guests with us. We talk about them all the time on the show. Um, we have uh, Teresa. Hi. And then Jamie. Hello. And they're from Pack Rat Comics. And... Uh, uh, Eisner Award-winning Packrat Comics, which yeah. is so Absolutely. awesome. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. I yeah, I love saying that too. And I have to stress too, which I wasn't aware of until you told me that you can only win it one time. Correct. Which is, so that's makes it even a huger deal internationally as well. Right. So it's, it's a one-time international award. Right. Given away that's so cool. That's San so, Diego Comic Con. Right, and you guys got to go this year. We did, yes. Which was so, which was so awesome. Um, I'll, I'll definitely probably ask about that again for the show's sake because you've, I've asked, yeah, because I was really, but um, I'll just throw out there too because I figure we'll interview you guys a bit. Um, so funny, on my end, this is funny, and I think I've mentioned this to her, but um, and I didn't remember it was the same shop because I'm from West Jeff. Okay. You guys had a shop in London. You did, and I remember because I, I had one of my old Turtle comic books. Has like the old pack rat logo oh, on it, and that's how that's how I feel. I was like, no, that's no, is that what I, oh, I just yeah, like I yeah, I would never have put two together. And then um, I've heard I was at uh, another shop here in Columbus as my normal, and uh, Kyle Keckley and like other people I've known and other people I didn't know super well are like, you should just go to pack rat. It's so much nicer, so much better, Aww. and and it's true. I, I fully believe that 100% because I, th I think a big thing, and this is maybe just the culture in general up to, well, up until like a few years ago, has been, you know, if my, I, my fiance did not like going into the other shop, like she feels perfectly comfortable, like she doesn't feel people are staring at her, and you know what I mean, or just like right. you need help kind of thing, it's just more like... Just staring, yeah. Which is huge. Which means this is a very family-friendly place, and, and which I love. That's what we go for. No, no right? No, I, right. I, yeah, I love that. And uh, and you guys do some crazy fun stuff. Like we're recording in the event room where we normally do the GBG live, and uh, it wasn't up there before. You actually moved it in here. Yeah, I moved the Hall of Justice into this room so we could. Uh, well, well, I had to get it out of the safe, but we're getting ready to use it for, for Halloween. Halloween event. Uh, but also, you guys did it. I think for uh, uh, Free Comic Book Day, you did this awesome Batman window. Which, so it looks like you're climbing up, <laughs> which I, it was awesome. So we were actually like looking at that. I was like, oh, we figured that's how they did it because last time we didn't. I went around everywhere else but that one corner. Okay. There's a corner of the store where you guys had, I think, it set up next to. I think the Vigo. You guys have an yeah, awesome right live full. Vigo. Yeah, Vigo, Vigo the Carpathian. Just so awesome. Um, I mean, again, you guys have like a, a Doctor Who. No, you guys have a TARDIS or a cut out of a TARDIS, right? We did have one over there. You did have one. You also, I, you still have Rose Tyler somewhere, right? Yeah, she's downstairs in the, in, the, Down. in the ninth doctor. Downstairs. Right. Well, when we would do GBG Live and the and the Justice League Hall was up, Droz would sometimes be back there, <laughs> and some of us would just have like fake conversations with her because uh, everyone loves David Tennant's Doctor a lot, so it's always a. Uh, running gag but um but how did you guys um actually okay yeah, let's do it this way what was your first comic book that got you into comics Start my first comic book that got me into comics yeah, yeah that made you just go oh man i love this medium that would be uh let's see thor 273 thor 273 what yeah. happened in that one is it, is it just a it's, random yeah just one of the books that i that i first one i picked up on the shelf um, then I started reading, and then my brother started bringing in uh, other comic books, you know, Captain America and Incredible Hulk, and I just ate it all up. And then he was collecting, and I was just a younger brother, but yeah, I ended up I was the one that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what about you? <laughs> 
after church on Sundays, we used to go to this little restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, on, it was on Cemetery Road. I can't tell you the name of it for the life of me. I want to say it was like Yay, LA memory. Restaurant or something. It's, it was right across from... <laughs> right now, McDonald's is at that location. There's the McDonald's and the BP. There used to be a okay. restaurant right there. Yeah. And we would go there after church on Sundays. And um, they used to have Archie Comics. And that's what kids got to do is you got to sit there and read Archie comics while you're waiting on your, your food. And it, I just, I really enjoyed it. And uh, it was something I always look forward to. Because if, if it wasn't the restaurant, obviously we're going to the grocery store and getting groceries. That is so awesome. So. I, 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 well, you guys know this um, and the audience knows this too, but I don't think I've ever talked about this before. Uh, my first book I got into was, because I was a big Ninja Turtle fan, The Archie Team and T Adventures, which is actually the book I bought from your location in London. It was issue 40 there, but my first book was like, uh, like issue 16 of that, and we would do it at like a, a grocery circus back then they would do that. You know, you could right. get books anywhere, right. really, but you could get them. They weren't really the super, it would be like a second printing or something, but you would get it at the grocery store in Marysville and my grandma lived, and uh, my dad was like, you like comic books? Here's all my Spider-Man. And he had like the death of, of Gwen Stacy, but he read it so much the covers ripped off. Sure. But, like, I could read that. Yeah, he had, like, issue 100 where he gets the alarms. I mean, he just had Spider-Man and Marvel team up. And then, I'll, and of course, when I'm, you're younger, I'm like, Spider-Man's stupid. I don't want to this my dad stuff. <laughs> and then one day, I was like, I learned about boarding and bagging. And I was like, we should probably take care of those. And then I would read them as I would bag them. And I was like, these spider Man's really good. <laughs> and now I now It's really Spider-Man. different reading those older comics. It is. As a comic versus collected in a trade. Like, right. There's a lot of things that you don't get yeah. when you get to read the comic. I remember um, we had an amazing Fantasy 15 come in. I mean, that's what? Spider-Man's first appearance. Yes, yeah. The first thing I did was pull it out and read it. And I read, like, <laughs> you know, the Stan's page and his letters page. Oh, my gosh. And See, the backup is amazing. Like, and, and no one ever talks about what, what was the backup for that? I don't remember, but I remember it was being be- it was better than the actual Spider-Man story. That, yeah, because it's not like I think the original Spidey one is. Excuse me, is like I think what ten pages. It's not long. very long. It's not very, it's long. very long. It's pretty boring, but, but the yes, backup was amazing. And <laughs> it was. I think they. I'll go home and open it up and remember what it was. They were finishing Amazing Fantasy, and that was Stan's opportunity yep. to finally tell the story that he had come up with prior to that. That's, so. Okay, so from those steps, where did how did you guys meet, and then then go to Packrat? How did that? <laughs> how, did well, pack how did you make us a Packrat? <laughs> well, which is probably, but yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, we dated in high school. I was sixteen when we started dating. Found each other at Wendy's. We found each other. We worked together at Wendy's, the restaurant right there. Yeah. Um, the well, they, they tore it down. We wanted to go get some bricks from it. I know that sounds ridiculous. No, no, not at all. Um, not at all. But uh, it was down and gone before we could. Did and you guys work there, or do you just happen to meet? We worked there. We worked there. That's cool. Uh, I invited him to my junior prom. And yeah, because I wasn't asking anybody. He wasn't asking anybody. I'm a lot like Bobby, that I, I don't know if a girl likes me or not. No, I, I'm, so, really, I'm really bad at that stuff, too. So if I, anybody out there likes Bobby, let him know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, email goodbaggeek at gmail.com, or go to packmatcomics and use the contact us page. <laughs> Interested in Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Interested in Bobby. No, <laughs> so I'm. I, I, I completely understand. I'm really. I'm really horrible at that. I. Yeah. I completely understand that. That's. That's. That's so good. So. You, so you asked him. Yes. I did. Yes, See, did. that's. That's cool. It would never happen if she did it. <laughs> so yeah, we we dated for a couple of years. Um, really, literally just a couple of years yeah, because years. Uh, 
we got married when I was 18, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> then I started working at, started comic, work at a comic book store. We started working at Shock Comics yep. prior to. Where was Shock Comics? That sounds really familiar. Right it was, here. It was, it was at our location oh. when we were in this plaza. Yes. Okay, yeah, because you told me where we're at right now, there's another location next to the event room. You were saying that was the original. Yes. Which I didn't, yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. For, okay. Yeah. Um, so I was working at Shock. Jamie was working at one of the local distributors been, yeah. that distributed comics. And there used to be like two of them in Columbus. And we're really? doing it, and we're, we really enjoyed what we were doing. And again, I mean, we're 18 and 20, and we're like, Seems fun. <laughs> These guys don't look any smarter than we are. I think we could do this. <laughs> we didn't have any money. We had no money at the time. I mean, we're 18 and 20, and we go to a bank with our little business proposal, oh and they just tried their hardest not to laugh at us. Put our little suits on. We went in there like, no, give, give us a loan for a comic book store. And it was like, oh, pat us on the head and was just like, no. <laughs> oh, my God. So, oh no, Jesus! Um, finally, my dad. Well, actually, Eighteen. No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 right. <laughs> but you guys are here now, so, so I think that's now. interesting. You have, yes, you actually have my dad to thank for Pack Red Comics. Okay, he was the, thank you, Teresa, the initial investor to the comic book store. He gave us our first that's loan. Awesome. He believed in us enough to give us the money to get started. It's always family members and stuff like that when you hear stuff <clears> like this or <throat> other, like you're even independent mm-hmm. comics or whatever. It's always. So when you see him yeah. sitting on the chair, like he'll he'll be at the store, he'll be at the comic book store all the time, and he just sits there and smiles because he knows. Have I have I seen your dad before? I don't think I have. I'm probably probably yeah, he comes, oh, to, probably. He comes to all the events. Does, He's okay, there almost every day. Okay, I will. Okay, yeah. all right. He sits in a chair it's, and smiles and. Like, look what I have well, created. Well sometimes, well, so, well, so, well, sometimes I don't... I, I, I think he's more proud <laughs> no, he's of proud us. Of he's more proud of us than look what I created. Well, now I feel kind of bad because I just was like, well, f- I just wanted to be like, thank you, sir. I'm, I'm serious. Thank but you. but I, I, I'm very, like, I, I'm very shy, yeah. which is funny because if you guys, I know you guys now enough, I, I can't stop talking your head off um, sometimes. So, uh, but but no, I, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. He used to, like, when we couldn't make it out to London... We need a time off or something. He would, he'd fill in for us out there. Really? It's hilarious because he knew nothing about comic books. He's a big giant. <laughs> but he did it. <laughs> That's so awesome. So, um, so you guys opened in London first? Uh-huh. All right. And then what made you guys move out? Did you guys then move it out to this location here? Or how did that happen? When we were in London, um, we bounced around our first building in London, got condemned. So we had terrible. to move. And we moved oh. into another building. And after a couple of years there, um, somebody bought the building and they wanted to do something else with it, so we had to move. At that uh, time, yeah, Shock yeah. Comics had moved out of Hilliard mm. to Bethel. To Bethel. Okay. And we, li- we still lived in Hilliard at the time, so we thought, why not move to Hilliard? And so we moved up next to Starline Diner, and we were there for a while. You guys were next to... I didn't know. Yeah, we were next to Starline Diner, absolutely. It, it was great. Where the bar was at, we were right there. But then they wanted to expand, and so they wanted to expand with their bar, so Uh, they asked us to move, and so we moved over to the Starplex Theater by Walmart. It used to be a dollar theater. Yeah. We were over there. At Walmart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By Walmart. And um, What side were you guys on? I'm sorry. Uh, We were right by the theater. Like to the left or to the right? Uh, so if you're looking at the theater, it's going to be on um, your uh, right hand side. side. Right. There's the subway. Yeah, and there was like the hobby shop the at hobby, the corner. Yeah, we were right beside. We were between the hobby shop and I think a nail salon. At the oh time. my god! Right now, god. The, uh, I just <coughs> the DMV. The DMV. <coughs> 
I, I, I was, I had, I was in this area. I don't remember. No, I, I, I'm not kidding. Like no, that's no, just, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I, we used to go like every Tuesday or so. There's the, uh, I don't know if they have any more of the West Point video games. Uh-huh. They would have, sometimes they'd get DVDs in like Tuesday instead of, or one day instead of Tuesday. Yeah. And so I, I, I think we were, we were yeah. only there maybe a year. Okay. And then, um, we ended up moving to this plaza, this mm-hmm. uh, to the old shock location that became available. Okay. And we just kind of have okay. grown from there ever since. Um, it's, it's been an interesting ride. Having kids, you talk about it being family friendly. Yeah, I was we about had, to ask that, yeah. We had our, our oldest, Bobby. He's going to be 21 in October. So, I mean, he's been with us the whole time. Mm-hmm. And um, I think when you have kids in your store, you're very aware of things that are age appropriate and right. and that kind of thing. So early on, it was one of those things that was a focus of our store. And I don't think at the time, a lot of, no, a lot of people that start, and, and even when we started, we we're like, Oh, you know, yay comics, whatever. And we didn't think about, you know, kids looking at little tiny kids looking at things that were inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that just early enough on changed that focus That's, right away. Yeah. Cause I mean, uh, I mean, it's very vibrant colors, which is, Again, mm-hmm. pleasing to the eye. Um, it's not dank, or you know what I mean. Because all shops, I think, I, I, I don't think it's always on purpose, too. Yeah, I just gotta find our kids running around. So. Well, right. No, so yeah. But a bump. Don't be afraid to hit that drum. Uh, so, but no, I yeah, I, I just I, I love that. And you guys also, uh, which was really fun for me, is uh, Sarah um, taught graphic novels, and you guys were able to help her with what yeah. ones to yeah. get her for the. And so it was. It was a lot of fun. Um, which is, I'm not gonna lie. I'm really bummed that she moved to the lower grade because she can't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. she literally last year was her first year in this that first second split, and so it's just like you can't can't teach Ultimate Spider-Man and Magneto Torment, and which are very good books. Uh, you know, she also got some uh, um, one of the super, the Death of Superman. I brought Death of Superman in. Mm-hmm. Couldn't show all of it because it got a little the blood. It's not too bad. In my opinion, it's not too bad. But I understand, though, parents might freak out. Yeah. So it was more of just the showing that last issue was um, was just all one splash pages, one panel splash pages, and it still told the entire final story of right. yeah, which I was like, that's pretty impressive. Um, and I kind of forgot about that to be honest with you until I was like, <laughs> hey, I found my dad's Superman graphic novel. Do you want to? <laughs> There's like splash pages. This is actually pretty well because that's one of the things too is you have to teach like how to lay out the book and um, uh, there was a few books I I got um, which were really cool. Anyway, uh, yeah. So and you guys actually have expanded from you guys have moved from the old location when you first moved mm-hmm. into where you're at now yes, right. and you moved two down and then you expanded into another part of that. Where, where matter of fact, we're in one of the expansion parts right now. We right? are. Yes. Actually, you've expanded I think three times. Right. There's there's the original shop, the event room we're in now, and then there's the shop to the right of it, which right. is now the game, kind of game. game anime, anime yeah. toy side, yeah. yeah, 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 which which is really awesome because I'm now into board games too, <laughs> so it's always fun to go over there. Matter of fact, when we did one of the shows there, we were inside half the cast and some of the people we were just looking at games and and the stuff because we we all play games together and we're right. just like, oh, I really need to get that small world board or. Or whatever, and I think some of them. Any other game? No. But yeah, it was a, uh, it was yeah, it's so much fun. Um, oh. 
No, you're, you're good. Uh, where was I? Um, so, yeah, so you guys expanded three times. Yeah, three times. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys also do, which is really neat, I think, for the community. Uh, I think you guys were the first I've seen doing it, um, is you guys actually do many conventions in your kind space. Of, yeah, we yeah. never thought of it like that. We just, I mean... Quit, tried to put on events and we want to bring all the creators and have fun things space. for people to do. Right, right. Well, yeah. We just want to have fun. Like at the end of the day, like you know, when we started this, we're like, oh, this seems fun. I mean, like legitimately, we mm-hmm. like to do fun things and yeah. sell like, fun things. Like and... you guys have had Ernie Hudson mm-hmm. uh, at Winston for those not playing at home. Uh, which for shame on you, he is an awesome Ghostbuster. Um, I think he's the least loved Ghostbuster, which makes me sad because everyone goes for for Venkman. I mean, come on, yeah. I get it. But Winston's pretty badass. He's pretty uh, fantastic. He is. He he really is. Um, I was so glad when he showed up in the new. Have you seen the new movie? Yes. I loved it when he showed up, even though I was like, "That's probably going to be <laughs> his, his cameo." But I was like, "But then the movie kept going." I was like, "Maybe not." <laughs> so they shows up right there. I was like, "Yay!" Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Uh, Ernie Hudson, Margot Kidder. Yeah, Margot Kidder. Nicholas Brendan. Nicholas Brendan, uh, Noel Fisher, Noel he's Fisher. Michelangelo, right? He's yes, Shameless. No. He's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he was also in the Twilight movies. Yes, yep. um, and uh, and also you guys have had Brian O'Hallarian, yep. Brian O'Hallarian, Hallarian, uh-huh. um, which of course. Clerks. Clerks, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we did Billy West, voice actor Billy West. I, I, yeah, I, 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 you guys posted like a flashback or something. I was like, yeah. Billy West, I miss <laughs> Billy West. But it, that, those kind of um, appearances started <clears throat> because we couldn't get big name artists here. Yeah, we mm-hmm. still can't get them. Okay. We still have trouble bringing them out to That's... Hilliard, um, but I could pay a celebrity to come out, but, yeah. and they'll come out and meet fans but for whatever reason I can get local artists to come mm-hmm. and, and help I can get you know people that have creators that have been here forever but finally I got to the point where okay I've, I've tried to contact mm-hmm. I've been turned down or uh, I've, I've had it and then they've you know we're not going to come I want to go to California instead of Columbus on the mm-hmm. comic book day. and you can't hold you know if an artist no. is being flown to Florida or California or mm-hmm. whatever you can't hold that against them for that opportunity not at like, all why, why, why go to Columbus <laughs> it's, it's probably time. gonna rain <laughs> you know I can't breathe outside so but a celebrity I can contractually mm-hmm. make them come and visit who was it who plays Donatello you got him too we did. We had Jeremy Howard. Jeremy Howard. That's yes. what it was. Sorry, I didn't remember. No, no, no. He's, uh, what's the, um... He was also in Breaking Bad, uh, yeah. cameo in Breaking Bad, and uh, yeah, he's uh, Donatello. Yes. Yeah. But who was who? Where else were you thinking of? I'm sorry. Was that Donatello? He, no, yeah, he does the the mind thing on the um, uh, movie. Makes you blink, brain explode. Oh, scanners? No, 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 no. Mm, it's gonna. I don't know. No. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. So. That's, I mean, <laughs> That was kind of how we kicked into gear, mm-hmm. really making them fun big events. Because we were trying to bring bring creators out to our our customers and our fans, and yeah. we couldn't get them. So what else could we bring them? We bring them the Iron Sheik. We we, yeah, we did. We brought the Iron Sheik out. You brought the Iron Sheik out? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was the first guy we brought out. He was out. the first guy. We, oh, man. His, his wife and my mom are cousins. What? Right. We found that out afterwards. Like, hey, <laughs> we didn't right. get it. We still just <laughs> Showed up late. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was just, it, it was just one of those, you know, tr- 
trying to figure out what to do for our customers. Because at the end of the day, we do it all for you guys. Like, mm-hmm. what we do is is for... I mean, you guys are awesome to the community, too. Yeah. I mean, like, you allow us to do our show here, but there's other things. Like, you guys have started, like, an art... Um, this is actually the same time before It's All With The NGBD started doing a, the monthly show. You guys do, like, an art council thing or, a, or yeah, it's, it's called the um explorer post explorer post yes and it's um some volunteer art teachers mm-hmm. college professors that come in and teach kids that are interested in pursuing art as a career gets their portfolio ready they start i think as young as 10 now as young as 10 like 10 now, to yeah. 21 so right. if you're interested in, in doing any of that it's low to no cost uh volunteer work they were having trouble with finding a location they could afford, running fundraisers to pay for everything. And we happened to lease this space out initially as storage. Mm-hmm. We were just going to get everything out of our house yeah. and store stuff here. Like I needed stuff out of my house. We needed stuff. <laughs> I still out. have stuff in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully stuff to help you live with. Right. Like, yeah, it gotcha. was literally on a, on a, on a Friday. We're, we're talking to our landlords about leasing this space. And... Um, because they were going to take half of it to store stuff, so it was it was mm-hmm. a mutually agreeable decision. And then um, Ron with the Explore Post came in, kind of sad. And Jamie's like, "What's what's wrong? What's going on?" He's like, "Oh, I think we're going to lose our space for the class." He walks him over to the space, and he goes, "Is this big enough?" Mm-hmm. And Ron said, "Yes." And so yeah. we went from immediately one plan to. Well, now it's just going to be a big open space. Shove that to the side. Uh, so the stuff is still in my house. <laughs> <laughs> but we have an art school. But we have, we an, have an art, art school, school. <laughs> um, which has it? obviously led to a lot of benefit. Again, right. we thought when we did that, when Jamie comes over and he's like, uh, that's not going to be storage anymore. And I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why is this stuff still going to be in my house? And he explained it to me. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> The husband of yours is like, yeah, maybe I should have approached that a different so, way. We're, we're but very, it worked we're out. Very, we're very fluid. People, oh, yeah. And everything seems to work out. So by by not having this in storage, we were able to move our gameplay out of our store mm-hmm. into this extra room. We're able to, instead of when we run our big events, hoping that there's a vacant space that we can put all the artists and writers that do join us, mm-hmm. we have this year round. So we, we've oh. been able to do more events on a larger scale. Um, we've been able to. We had a wedding last October. Yep, we're going to have here. another one in We're going to have another, another wedding. Which is, which is so cool. Uh, we're going to have a, another wedding this October. Move all the stuff um, in the store and have it inside. We were able to tear down the wall <laughs> between the game side and the comic book store mm-hmm. side and expand it. And you didn't have the gameplay, which, as much as we love the gameplay in the store, it can be disruptive. And we like people to be loud yeah. and have fun. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Right. But when people are trying to you know, browse through comics or look at games, that can be yeah. distracting. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, having it over here. And then we have players that'll play late at night and they know to, you know, like you guys, when you're done mm-hmm. with your shows, lock you just up lock the door, the door when yep. you're done. And um, we're fortunate mm-hmm. enough on Thursdays, our um, friends with embracing autism come out. And one of the things oh, they like guessing, to do yeah. is, <clears throat> you know, each of the kids like to do specific things. We have one of them that likes to run the register. So he'll come up with Bobby and work the register. There's another kid that likes to maybe put some displays together, so he puts displays together. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they like to, because we always give out free comics to different things outside yeah. of the store, some of the kids like to just put those stickers on those books that we hand out, and that's that's what they like to do. And some they of them love for, to clean. They to it. Oh, they, yeah, and some <laughs> of them love to clean. So on Thursdays, they come and they help us kind of clean and take out the trash and, and help take care of the game room. So like yeah. everything is kind of combined and just... 
works really well together. Um, but that, no, yeah, because I was just about, from changing from this being storage to, to something. So that was what caused that to become the event room. Was yes. just that okay? Just I, that I always thought this was just naturally the game event room. Oh. And we just kind of came like after the fact, and they would just actually started the same. So literally, it was probably about probably wow. So okay, that's so cool because I because I think yeah, by that time we used to do we did the show before downstairs in the basement. Our first yeah, yeah. our first one, um, and then uh, and you guys actually have like a, a fourth room. It's sometimes open, sometimes not. Okay, um, so it's 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 connected to the event room. I didn't know if you wanna. There's an extra room hidden in the event room <laughs> that <laughs> that was going to be. We were just gonna move the art school there full time. Okay, and like you guys have that, we've got this mm-hmm. for the event, so that way we don't have to coordinate schedules. It's just you're full time in there. Sure, you can store things. It'll be great. Well, as a lot of people are aware, Jamie has been designing and doing t-shirts for some time, which is a story unto itself. Um, That started because the company we were using messed up, and Jamie's like, I could mess up. I can mess up shirts just like they can. So So a friend of ours who works in the screen print industry, Mm -hmm. he's like, okay, I know somebody trying to sell a a six-color print machine. There's nothing about it. We knew nothing. <laughs> this I is this is current, right? This is, this yeah, this is, is a couple yeah. years ago. This okay. Is a oh, okay. Years ago. So this was like this is our very first shirt that we did for an event. Was yes. this pack rat? Oh, okay. It's actually wearing. It has Megan for those at home. It has Sonic the Hedgehog. Awesome. It has the pack. What by the way? What's your official pack rat character's name? Is it pack rat? It's Patrick. Patcher. Patrick. And Patrick. And then you have Mega Man. Right. On and this it. was drawn by Mega Man artist uh, Tracy Yardley. Yeah, he's working Sonic. on he's working on the the book or yes. the actual pack rat book. Well, he. he he did the character. Uh, one of his uh, Don Best was supposed to do it, and now he handed it off to somebody else. Okay. But, yeah. So Eventually we started. We'll get it done. We started. No. To this, we started with this six color press. Mm-hmm. He started with just doing T-shirts for himself. Some people sometimes he takes a couple of orders, but most of the times it's just things that he likes to do. Well, a friend of ours recently kind of retired and had all this old equipment, and so now we have. Extra screen print equipment that's just sitting over there. So much screen print equipment. So, <laughs> without trying to lose focus on the comic book store, he's trying to spend time figuring out all this extra equipment. There's all kinds of machines. So now mm-hmm. that secret room here is it's now becoming the, the shop. For now the, it's becoming yeah, the screen print now storage for store. Yeah. Oh, but that's still pretty cool still though. Pretty awesome. So I can make you know posters and banners and Boy. all the stuff you would ever want for. Printing, digital printing. That's awesome. Screen printing. Well, because I, well, like you got your Teresa's wearing uh, the Jurassic Park pack rat comic shirt, yes. as I like to call it, and then I'm wearing. Uh, I chose Team Stark uh, for free comic book day this last year, which I got in trouble for because I did not buy a Captain America one. Um, which, when you guys get back up and going, that's the first thing I need to do. Um, well, I need to get one for myself, but I, I really need to get one for for the misses. So, because um, matter of fact, every once in a while, I was like, is is it back up and running yet? Uh, is she he? He's like he's still working on stuff. He's still working on stuff, and I and I get it. Trust me, I get it. And, and what so, next time? Just to, just to yes. clarify, when we do events, mm-hmm. Jamie has started pulling out oh, a screen print machine that'll just do one image on mm-hmm. a shirt. You bring in your own shirt. It's free. He puts it right on there. Yes. Dries it, and that's yours. Or you can buy one of the shirts that mm-hmm. we buy from one of our manufacturers and buy a shirt that way. But 
that's what um, I think you guys are wearing are both shirts that were part we're of wearing. free shirts that we've right. done oh. for events. I, I'm not going to lie. Shirts. I wish I could say this was on purpose. It really, it was actually just happened since it was the thing I grabbed out of the dryer. And I was like, oh, that's going to work out well. And then, <laughs> and then we're all wearing shirts. So, uh, but no, though, yeah, I love these things. Um, I wear this one all the time. So lots of fun awesome. to do. Lots of fun to design. Yeah, so did, yeah. did you and your partner design this one, or did... We did. We, we made we designed all the shirts, except for this one, which is the one that Tracy Arley did, mm-hmm. um, and then the one that you did. Uh, which, which was really cool, too, which created a lot of... There was, uh, there was came out the two two images, and it was mine and uh, this other guy, which was really good, and you guys ended up doing both of them, which yeah. was really awesome. I, I liked the one. No, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I was... Yeah, so it was it was a lot of fun though because it was more like whoever gets it will be the main shirt of the comic book right, day, right. and then you did the other one. Uh, it was just so much fun though, but it was very like a, a, a war between the, right. the, the we did we put the them out. We, we we had people submit images to design. We're going to put your image on a shirt. Didn't matter what you submitted, and whoever got the most likes on and, Facebook. And it happened to be also that year was you had Jeremy Howard yeah, from Donatello, so it was like a Ninja Turtle theme thing, and I was just like, oh, this is totally up my, this is totally up my. Eric, we so Eric and I designed it. There was some we, great design, and yeah, the the guy no, who was, didn't win, he had this like six color image that had. He sent it back to us, which I still want to print on a shirt because it's yeah. got like the, that was the silhouette the, of the turtles with these colors that they're standing behind, behind. and mm-hmm. yeah, each of their colors are behind them, and it just it looks really amazing. There was another one I thought that was really good where it looked. I'm I, I'm classic Mirage guy, mm-hmm. and that, uh, there was another one that is I think it's like Leonardo holding a pizza or whatever, and, and yeah. Casey Jones. Yeah, that one was really yeah. cool, and it looked very much like a Peter and Kevin drawing. I, I was just like. Oh, so cool, yeah. They, they were they were all they were all awesome. But, but that was that was a lot of fun. Um, you guys do stuff like that. Um, like we like coming into the event room because there's always something a little different. Um, and then, like matter of fact, the other day, I I, I think I saw this a long time ago. But uh, you guys do D and D on Tuesdays, yes. Which is which is really cool. Um, I'm trying to get into. Uh, I do Palladium, but I, I've also been watching. They release Force Gray on Nerdist. Which was have you have you watched that yet? Uh-uh. Oh my god, it's really it's well it's Critical Role, but they condense it down to a half hour forty five like like kind of like Will Wheaton's uh, Titans Grave, yeah. But it's actual D and D, and Mercer created he actually worked with D and D and created the storyline and the characters and all that and and it ends kind of on a cliffhanger and he's like that's the end of this of this adventure and you're like what <laughs> no and then I what? I. I because sometimes you tweet people and they never tweet back. Because something happened. I'm not going to spoil here if you haven't seen it, but uh, something bad happens. And I was like, was that planned? Or And then also, is season two going to happen? <laughs> and he's like, we're hoping. I was like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Um, no, it's really fun. He has, uh, he has Jonah Ray, Chris Hardwick, and Brian Paz. Uh, I'm not saying his name right. I'm sorry. Brian Poshen. He's the comedian. He always has the weird yes. current voice. Yeah, he big bushy Deadpool beard. For a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and he's they're all really funny. And they have uh, I can't remember the dude. He was in Pitch Perfect. He was the Indian gentleman uh, who was in Pitch Perfect, and he was also in, in the uh, Muppets. Um, I can't remember his name. And Ashley Johnson. And so you have a really good geek group right there. And there's one girl who I think who's never played it, or her and the kid from Pitch Perfect never played any of it before. <laughs> and and it's really interesting to see. And like the the Pitch Perfect kid, like he was like the rogue. Hardwick was Will Wheaton. He was the magician, um, which yeah, of course, yeah. Um, Jonah Ray was a fisherman named Jopa. Uh, he's like a monk, badass monk who's like realizing like he got called into 
one last adventure and he'd rather just fish. And his <laughs> weapon is a fishing rod. He awesome. uses it. Right, it's really cool. And I was just like, man, this is sweet. But I've been getting into that stuff. And then when we were saying, we, we got everything set up, I was like, they have D&D on Tuesdays. And we're like, yeah, they do. Oh. So, yes, we have... Um, there's two big groups, mm-hmm. and there's nights where there'll be 20 people here playing oh my God. D&D. Like, is it like literally just two groups, and so that's like 10 people they'll per group? They'll split it they'll off. They'll split it off. There's yeah. more. They split it off. Oh, my yeah. God. They'll, how they'll do, split it up. I'm curious. Like, how do they GM that like, or DM that? That's, that's just fascinating to me because that's, I mean, that's some stuff. Like, I watch Critical Role, and like with four people, it can take like a four-hour session yeah. to do some stuff, but that's that's they, so awesome. I, I believe what they're doing is the D and D Adventures League. So there's some stories that are already plotted out. Oh right, for okay. Them to go along, like they're getting ready to start a new. There's a new um, book coming out mm-hmm. this Friday, Friday. for D and D. Oh okay. A new adventure campaign. So they're, they're gonna excited. they're gonna run some of that. That's awesome. Starting I think Saturday. There it is. Okay. But the, yeah, that's just kind of like the release weekend or whatever okay. for, for the, the, the campaign. That's awesome. And that's on Tuesdays, everybody. But Tuesday, every Tuesday, yes, yeah, six yep. o'clock, they start showing up. And I think they start playing right at about seven. Yeah. Mm. They used to do every other Tuesday, but now they're, they're straight on every Tuesday. That's yeah. awesome. Well, and something else, too, uh, I, I don't think you guys overtly talk about it much, but you've mentioned to me, which is you will sometimes teach magic uh, as well, or at least I've, you've, you've said that yeah. to me. You're like, I, I openly help instruct magic for beginners, um, which I think is just really cool because, you know, because, you know, right. some people, they don't do that. You know what I mean? That, which is, again, another reason why yeah. this, this place is awesome. So, um, but I, yeah, I just thought that was really neat. Because she's like, well, I, I teach magic sometimes, like after like, like five o'clock some days, or if you just, just come, come in, we, and play magic. yeah, just in our yeah, schedule. Yeah, we've got little, um, <clears throat> we have uh, sixty card decks for kids to learn how to play. There's, mm-hmm. they're basically two thirty card. It's actually two thirty card decks that are single colored to teach them how to play. And I, again, I've been teaching it since '93, so I can I can explain it mm-hmm. and teach it in under five minutes. To the most basic format yep. for people to be in that are interested in it, it's going to give you the basics to get going, and you can figure out the rest because it's not—it's not an overly complicated game. It really isn't. No, it's not. And having, like I said, having done it for for so many years, you listen to so many people come in and try to explain it to a new player, and they're talking yeah. on levels and and things that they're not aware of. It's like trying to tell somebody, okay. What are all? What can the Flash do? Well, he runs really fast. Well, what else does he do? And well, he's a scientist and he does this. And, but for the kid, they just know that the Flash runs really fast, and that's right. all you need to do to start oh, reading the Flash. You don't yeah. need to know about that's why I suck at which Flash board is games which. To people. You don't I'm need to know that there was right. So they yeah. So mm-hmm. but I'm really good at saying no. It's just the Flash runs really fast. Let's start and let's go. So it's kind of basically the same right. thing that I do. With, with magic, it's like, okay, here's your colors. This is the basic, the least amount of information you need to know to get started. Mm-hmm. Which sound, I mean, again, which may sound bad, but it actually gets the helpful. kids interested and they're willing to play it longer because when you make it so overly complex, when you start to break mm-hmm. down all the different abilities that don't even take into, they don't even see half of the game, right. it, it's just going to confuse them and, and get mm-hmm. lost. And no, I guess I as, as somebody who play, I, I enjoy playing games. And when I play games, this is going to sound awful. I just like just open the board game box and tell me what to do, mm-hmm. and then I'll play. You and read the rules. That's how I play. play. Knowing that's how I play, that's how I teach. Is just let's get started. Mm-hmm. This is this is what a card is. Let's play. Like there's 
Yeah, I have to rely on my significant other because I will, I will go, and I don't mean to. I will, I will go big picture, mm-hmm. and not. I or or I should. Oh no, I do the opposite. I get minute, and I should be talking big. Like like Superman can fly, mm-hmm. and he he's pretty much unbeatable. Batman is a world's greatest detective. Mm-hmm. Flash can run fast. Spider Man has spider powers. I don't. I go well. Spider Man's Peter Parker, and he with great power. And I'd go into all that, and right. it's just like no, 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 no. Don't do that. He has spider powers. That's all you need to know to get. Let's say I do that. Like we got the Rick and Morty card game, and I was trying to explain it to to somebody who right before your we plan, and someone else just took the rules and read it, and it was just like, yeah, that was that's fine. You don't need to. But, but it, it's consistent enough that I know I do it, and so I just tend to like if my, if my if my fiance Sarah is there, I was like, I just like have her do it. Don't don't it would it will not go good with me. Please don't. I I know myself well enough to, and I don't mean to, but I I, I do too minute stuff. No, so I, yeah, that's yeah. that it is appreciative because I've seen that look in people's like okay, glaze, and then they you glaze, yeah, over, you glaze over. You, you only yeah. have a few minutes to explain to somebody mm-hmm. how the game works right. for them to stay interested. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I try to do is figure out in those few minutes, if I'm going to explain to you one of my favorite games, if I'm going to explain to you how to play this, what are the key things that you need to know to play the game mm-hmm. for it to be interesting to you? And if you're not interested at all, that's fine. You know, there's a lot of games that I enjoy that are resource-based games where you're just collecting resources. resources and that's yeah. how you start. Like, I don't need to explain that how different Catan is versus Splendor. They're both resource games. Yeah. You know, it's... Do you like resource games? Well, yeah, I do. Okay, well, let me show you these games. You know, it's one of those... <clears throat> and then there's some games like Shadows Over Camelot where it's just a full-on battle right when you start, which is always kind of terrifying. Right. And then and then also the first time I played that with some with a group where I actually played it, um, I did not. We didn't. I didn't know where the quest book was, and I didn't know you needed the quest book. So, and you looking at the general rules, and we're just going. I guess this happens because it, it kind of gives you some of the basics on the quest. And uh, it was Jimmy, and he was just like, he's just like, look, that game. It looks really cool, but it's really frustrating, and uh, it's horrible rules. And then, and I was reporting away. I was like, I found the quest book. Um, it was under. It was at the bottom of the. With the box, um, we should have used that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, because we got our asses kicked. Oh, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> and we did not play game. with the traitor. Yeah. Because it's the first time we played it. It tells you don't play with the traitor. Because the whole purpose of the game is that you're getting besieged by siege engines or catapults, <clears throat> uh, the holy grail. Like you're, you're, Everything it, is coming The game at is you. designed to beat you almost yes, all the time. Right. And uh, I mean, you can, but it's really hard. And then you throw a traitor into the mix, and it just makes it horrible, which is more fun. But uh, <laughs> surprising, it's like I'm getting beaten, and this is just fun. But 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 yeah, I, I made a mistake of not. Using but yeah, that I mean, we do that. Book. I think we do that same kind of thing too. We try to do that with comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the very beginning, when yes, we won the yeah. Eisner, uh, we had a gentleman come in, and he's like, "I thought that you guys want an Eisner. I want to buy my first comic book," and I'm like. Well, my favorite book is <clears throat> Scott Snyder's Batman. You know, give yes. me anything from Scott Snyder. And but, what do you like? And so, narrowing the wide, diverse products of comics down to what each individual yeah. likes. And then we found out, you know, some of the things that he he enjoys. And I think the first thing that we got him was Fatal. Yeah. And of all the things, you know, of the things that I like, mm-hmm. knowing what he likes helped direct us to exactly the right book and he picked up the first trade and then came back for the next trade and he was tweeting the creators and he came back and then <clears throat> ended up picking up criminal but if he would have just get, gotten the book that i said here i love this yeah you should love it now we I don't, every week i don't think he would have enjoyed it as much and now he's here pretty regularly yeah. his son who was kind of standoffish at first didn't want anything and we're like hey try you oh you want some spider-man here's craven's last hunt and <sighs> 
It's a good story. Probably cried. And <laughs> loved it. But he, I don't. I don't think. Again, he wasn't t- totally into, into it at first. But you know, his dad and they've come back, and you know, they've really enjoyed. They found what they've enjoyed out of comics, and that's the thing I think people don't understand. It's not just mm-hmm. capes and tights. It's, no, it's not. It's not it's, value or capes and tights. <clears throat> Right, it's not about you know future investment. It's about having fun today. I, I feel like, uh, and this is this is me, which is which is very sad because if you because uh, I listen to pi- other podcasts like uh, isn't Criminal done by uh, Brubaker? Yeah, Brubaker, who do, do Captain America? I read that and devoured his run on that, and so I was like, I kind of want to see what he's going to do on Criminal. And I heard it's been getting great reviews, but every time I look at the book, I'm like, I'll get it later. It's a weird thing for me, it, but I do that with normal books too. Mm-hmm. Like it took me forever to read Jurassic Park, and it's like one of my favorite books. <laughs> right, right, right. And it's just uh, uh, there's one I think it's called uh, Princeless, uh, something like that. Um, it's where this, this little girl just gets tired of being stuck in the castle, and so she just starts kicking ass. And the guy wrote it because he used to write for Marvel DC, and he's just like. I just don't love the super. For me, I like writing them. I just don't feel like there's one for my daughter, and it's always kind of like they're in a team, or she's never really. Yeah. So she, he wrote one where she just she kidnaps the dragon herself, fights the dragon, kidnaps, and goes on event. She doesn't need a prince. I was like, that's kind of badass. That's kind of cool. So I really, yeah. So there's not just books out there. There's all types of dark horror. Image Dark Horse, and there's just other indie publishers. They do them. Mm-hmm. They're really good at, at getting those. Um, you guys have all them. You guys have like a Dark Horse section, Dark Horse Image section. You have other, yeah. It's mm-hmm. and Aftershock. Aftershock. Aftershock is a big one. They've got some great stories right now. IDW too. has IDW. Been, well, They do a lot of license, license, license yeah, products. So you can find some Back to the Future and Big Bang and Little yes. China. Yeah, uh, Turtles. Turtles. Godzilla, which. I love them. I, I I try. Yeah, Star Trek. They did a uh, this is years ago Star Trek Doctor Who crossover. Which, yeah. Um, uh, I read the first issue, which is really cool. Batman Turtles crossover. Yeah, and they're now doing a they're Batman animated one. series. Yes, and they're, they're going to do another Batman Turtles. Normal one? I didn't yeah. hear that. No. They're going to go with. Uh, <laughs> what? I forget what the next one is, but it's you know, Adventures Turtles or something. Oh, okay. It's, Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's the uh, the turtles from the cartoon show meet the animated Batman. Yes, and yes, what? it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be. Awesome. I, I want. I just really want them to get Bruce Tim involved. I don't know if they, they should. If not, just have because that's one of those things. Like if you like an artist, you're just like draw my favorite characters, please. And at some point, he always does Spider Man or the or obviously does Batman, but like he does. Um, uh, I like he's he. I saw him draw Spawn one time, or it was like an image. And I was like, Spawn's pretty cool, um, and it's it's cool to see him in that design. And then you see him, and it's like, but well, I would love to see him like do a turtle. And so it so it'll be cool if he does. I hope he does. Um, uh, nerd wish, uh, but no. So, um, but that's one of the things. I also I wanted to. Uh, with you guys on the show is uh, start probably once a month or so. Just go over like what books are are. Like, what, what do you guys? What are you guys reading? I guess, and what do you th- what what's coming out that should be interesting for listeners to, if they're in the Ohio area, come to Packard, of course. Right. But then, if not, go and uh, get the get the book, or it, it, maybe there's a graphic novel that is out instead that you should check out, or not even just limited to that, like board games, graphic novel, or not. I already said graphic novel. Uh, board games, uh, toys, because you guys have toys as well. Um, you have that really awesome background one from NECA. Yeah. Really sweet. Really, I love toys. Oh my god! <laughs> I 
I I gotta I gotta watch out how many I have just because they, they take up a lot of room and then it's just like and then it's okay. I'm okay. you take them out of the packages and then take pictures <gasps> they're meant to come out of the package uh, take cool pictures no no them. actually I kind of agree well <laughs> being a turtle fan now they're actually because. Paramount has them, so now they're just like, let's throw some statues out there. But for a while, they're like, right. they didn't have any like collectible bust or anything like that. So I bought like the when two two K three came out, I bought like doubles of all the normal figures, and that would be I would put them out of the package. One I would they, they're still in their package just in case. <laughs> I don't usually do that, but I put them up in the package. And the other ones I put out because it's like those are my statues. I put out and I bought the big ones they look too. Awesome. They do because back then our the original toys like in general like even He Man. Like, He-Man's sword wasn't, like, gray with a colored handle, like, detailed. It was just, like, a weird kind of, like, a glow-in-the-dark one color. Right. And then the normal sword in Skeletor's was, like, a weird purple. There was no detail to it. And you're just, like... And now, and, like, the Turtles, it was, like, all some weird off-color orange. And you're, like, but the size have red handles in the cartoon show. <laughs> and now you look at them, it's, like, there's horrible, nice details. Swords are, are, yeah, there's brown and, like, the wrapping on the bow is, yeah, they, all the toys do that. Thank God. For, I, think, I think Todd McFarlane kind of... That's fault. Yeah. One of the things Todd's done, right? He gave us awesome toys. Uh, yeah. Because I remember he did uh, The Lost. Uh, well, I remember that. That's how I kind of knew about it, because he did the Spawn toys. But then he started doing licensing with Lost. And then I then he just started doing taking on everything. And the, those toys are so good. And then I think... I think NECA had been around. Uh, see, I got NECA, I found about NECA after the fact, I feel like. Um, and, but NECA's been around for a while, too. They've been around for a while, too, yeah. Right, and they're doing just as awesome in detail. Really stuff. nice detail stuff. And then yeah. Sideshow collectibles. Sideshow collectibles. Beautiful stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah, matter of fact, there are the so years so after the fact. So beautiful. I know. Like, the there's a... The first turtle bus I did see way after the fact was back when Peter still owned the property was a really nice, like, Raphael bus, and it oh, yeah. was... Four hundred, five hundred dollars, yeah. and I was like, "Oh my god, that's huge!" It is, it's and huge. and then and then I think he made work team up with them. The first image where they're all holding the weapons back in the oh, corner, yeah. they made one it's, it's like, and they're like a puzzle piece. You can put them together to form, but each one's like three hundred bucks yeah. per turtle. I'm like, "Come on, you're killing me! I'm never going to be able to get that." <laughs> um, but it's so cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, you guys um, went to, uh, uh, to just talk about this a little bit because this is pretty cool. Because I'm thinking of this now that I said this. I forgot to talk about it. But you guys went to San Diego Con because you guys won the, the 2015 Eisner Award. You guys got to go. You guys got to judge and present the next award, right? Uh, well, we got to judge. We did not present. That oh, yeah, was part present. of an entire ceremony. So the, they won't let me do it. They won't let you do it. I'm not a I really wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they thought diversity was important. Right. Got all girls on there. Really? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wow. That, they were more concerned about diversity than qualification. Oh, that's. Mm, come on, Sandy. What's up, man? Why can't you have both of them? Anyway, yeah, no, it's like that. I don't like no, to judge. Well, I'm not no, a judge. I'm a I judger. She is. She's a judger, but I won't verbalize judging no. things. Though <laughs> I, no, in my mind, I might judge something, but if it comes out, you're gonna. It's not gonna be. I don't, I don't I like to judge be, too much. So. No. I'm going to find the positive out of everything, you know. Yeah. Well, really, because it's, it's easier for me to do that than to nitpick. And, he, and Jamie, on the other hand, he'll be like, no, no. I'll judge you every year if they win. Well, I, I'm, I just, <laughs> even on a general level, like uh, movies, every time, every once in a while, I'm like, so what do you think of this? And be like, I don't criticize movies. Yeah, I love movies. I, 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 well, I do too. But she's just like, I just look for, I, I come out of the movie going, well, that was good. 
I'm like, okay. No, no, no. no. To, be, to, be to be fair, to be fair. We say, we said, I enjoyed this, this part, part and that, that part, part. This part. part. Right, exactly. We don't exactly. sit there and focus on the negative which is, parts. Which is what I do. Because we spent, we <laughs> spent too much, you know, we spent too much money going to the movies. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, we'll go, we'll sit down, which at noon, I think we're going to go see Sausage Party. Um, oh, are you? Yeah, movie Tavern. So we're going to sit there and, and have lunch and enjoy a movie. And I don't know funny. if it's going to be any good or bad. Hopefully we laugh. I mean, it looks I So I really, I really want it to be funny because uh, I know I'll love it. I don't think my, my fiance Somebody wants to see it. end of it makes you feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, I've I've heard that so, as well. Also, okay. We'll find out in two hours. Oh, yeah, my God. <laughs> but no, like, we just enjoy... No. Yeah, and which is which is actually refreshing because which is hard to do. Um, people that that read comics, you start to pick out your. You've got your favorite series. Mm-hmm. Like you're always going to read Turtles. Doesn't matter what happens in Turtles. Yeah. you're going to read Turtles. I'm They're going to do turtles. some really stupid things from time to it's time. Drive me up the wall. But you're still going to go. And so turtles, that's yeah. kind of you know <laughs> after opening a comic book store. Honestly, like the collecting portion gets out and it changes your perception of the whole. Now we still love to read them and we enjoy mm-hmm. them. And so that's almost like what we do with the movie. Our, the movies are kind of our like thing that we everybody comes in every week to buy the comics. Yeah. Um, so kind of our thing turns out to be we go to the movies and that's. That's. Yeah, but see, I, I kind of, I wish I could always do that though, because sometimes I, I, well, I actually just view things as a writer, and that's when I start to nitpick it. Yeah. And, and I was saying something the other day, which is like, if I can feel distracted enough during the watching of the movie, I tend to be okay. I'll still nitpick. Like, I love Ghostbusters. The first, because the fan of me was like the first five minutes with the guy from Silicon Valley. I was just like, okay, what's he doing here? Okay. And I was like, oh, this is getting a little creepy. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. This is actually pretty cool. And then the Harold Ramis bus shows up, and I was like, aww, Harold Ramis cameo, tear. And then after that, I was like, okay, this movie's pretty good. Yeah, no, I'm so, I really was sold. And there's some. And then afterwards, I was like, the writer brain in me was like, oh, yeah, but then this happened, this happened, this happened. But... I still, I still very much enjoy the movie, but but that's my that's my problem is the writer brain in the back going. I'm just not smart enough. To do that. Oh whatever, whatever. No, no. I you're you, you actually you act. But see, I wish I, I could do it. that. I wish I could always just 100 percent do. It. I just sometimes like, oh man. I remember, uh, matter of fact, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. One of the girls who uh, was one of your patrons, Rachel, um, she got passes to the the, new, the first Turtles movie. And we all went to it. I was like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> Thank you so much. This isn't good. <laughs> but no, she Yeah, she won like a whole theater. Yeah, yeah. she won that crush contest. Yeah. Which I, because I was just like, okay, she just got passes, sure. And then it's like, no, it's the whole damn theater. And I was just like, oh my God, this is so neat. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, so, uh, but, but yeah, so you guys went to, uh, sorry, got no, yeah. we went to San Diego Con. You guys saw tons of fun stuff. Uh, side note, and before we go for it, and I've told you this already, my favorite picture of the entire trip is Teresa and Stan Lee. Right. Which is, there's a little quick corner of Teresa's face, a whole crowd, and the mobbing Stan Lee. Right. And it's my favorite one. It's just, it's so, because it took me, I was like, where's Teresa at? And then I was like, oh, there she is at the bottom. And then I was like, oh, God, I had to be crazy. It was insane. We're like, what are all these people doing down there? I don't know, some cosplay thing. We walked by, I was like, that guy looks like Stan Lee. Wait a minute, that is Stan, Stan Lee. Lee. Oh, my I mean, God. Yeah, we just kind of, I kept, like, getting closer, like, we weeding through the crowd oh and just gosh. maneuvering until I was like behind the cosplay protection yeah. circle that he had, which was ridiculous. And 
And so I'm just trying to take a picture the best I can, I, I, which is awful because I was trying to enjoy listening to him, but at the same time, I'm trying to get him with his face turned at the right angle. That dude knows how to sell and put on a show. It's, 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 it's aggravatingly awesome how good he is because he's just like, I want to do that. Like he can just, I used to do that at work when we would have work parties. I would try to talk like Stanley in the, in the work invites. Like, this is your journalissimo here saying blah, 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 Excelsior or whatever. Because, but I mean, but he talks like that. Like he's a showman, 100%. Yeah. And he just. It's fun watching him today, mm-hmm. listening to his interviews where I came up with this and I did that. And then you go back to the 70s interviews that he did and he's like, we did this. And as a team, we came up with that. So that he's outlived everybody. So he can he, he can, can say, say whatever, whatever he wants, wants and we will just all. lap it up like a little starving oh kid. My favorite, and my, we love it, and it's fantastic. I, I my favorite cameo of him in any Marvel movie, and it's and it's not because it's Spider Man. I swear to God, but it's it's just because it was a good use of 3D. Is the first Amazing Spider Man where he's in the library. We saw that because the fight scene changed. Uh, yep. We get the headphones on, listening. To yeah, him and he's like, he's forefront, right in front of a wide shot of the library. He just kind of walks into it, and the background, Spidey and Lizard are just just <laughs> destroying each other. And at one point, uh, like Spider Man webs Lizard, and Lizard throws him. He's going about ready to hit Stan Lee, and it's like, nope, it gets pulled back. And it's the funniest. It's just, and he doesn't even really say anything. He's nope. just there. It's just, it's. I love that. But he usually has some. He's on, he's in like he's in Deadpool. Yeah. In the strip club, <laughs> I was just like, what? it was like Stanley. But Sarah was like, is that Stanley? I was like, yeah, he's in the strip club because <laughs> you know it's Stanley. You don't expect it's like really he's going to be in Deadpool. Yeah, he is. I, I think my favorite cameo for his is the Ant Man cameo. Oh, which one was the Ant-Man That's where the, the one guy is talking about the story about his friend tells his friend who tells his friend. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And then, so he's not really talking. He's It's the voice of the co-star of the yeah, movie. Yeah, okay, that's right, that's I, right. Because they do that reason, twice. They do that twice. I think that, I love that movie. Jamie doesn't like it, and that's okay. I, I love Ant-Man. I, I, yeah. what, I'm just curious. What, I, was I, just, I just didn't like the movie. You felt like it was. I, I liked everybody but Paul Rudd. That's a huge thing to know. <laughs> no, no, no. But hey, I, no, the, the, I, I don't know what his name is. His, his kind of psychic, the, the Mexican guy that was there. Oh, uh, he should have been Ant Man. <laughs> he was more entertaining for me. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, there are some people like in movies, or you just don't, like. I don't like Amy Poehler for some reason. I just do not know why. Like, and of course, Parks and Rec is like very much loved. And I've seen a bunch of scenes with Ron Swanson, and of course, um, uh, Star Lord. I can't remember the Chris, Chris, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt. And those scenes I've seen of just those two are hysterical, but but and I have I just have to get through the first season of Parks and Rec, and I'm actually trying to talk to Mrs. If I think she can get into it, then I can force myself through it. And then of course because everyone says season two is amazing, and if that if she if Leslie Hope bothers you, you can get over that pretty quick because it becomes like an everybody show. It does. Yeah. And the first few episodes is it's kind of all about Leslie, which is Michael Scott. Kind of like it's all about Michael, yeah. which I'm. I don't know, but I, I, yeah, I'm same kind of way with that. But um, did you like Civil War? I like Civil War. Oh man, he was great. He was great in that because it was <laughs> just. Well, no, no, okay, so that's interesting. Man in that one, and Giant Man. <laughs> Giant man so. Yeah, that was uh, that was my, my. I think it was so long. Like the Ant Man was just so long for him to get into the, to the damn suits. suit. Get into the damn suit and and, <laughs> and be Ant Man. Be Ant Man. And of course, that's, that's me, well. My dad always told me. My dad always told me when he would read books, he's like, "There are so many stories I, I love." Like, um, like he would talk about Ant, Iceman and, and the Human Torch could never really, uh, if, if if humidity got too low, because they pull it from the humidity, their powers kind of. 
it, they can't do anything. Yeah. And he, yeah, he just loves that. And then his favorite Batman Superman story is where they wanted to see who is really the world's greatest detective. And so they went to the... Uh, well, it's, yes, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler. Um, well, no, no, really. But apparently, the the big twist was is, and this is my dad telling it, and me regurgitating is he goes to the Fortress of Solitude. They use one of the devices to erase their memories, not even know that they're Batman or Superman, or not even know each other. Oh, yeah. And it's whoever figures out who they are and who the other person is. And Superman's like Clark's freaking out. Like he's he's starting to float. He doesn't know why. He's trying to shave. He's blowing stuff up. Batman and Dad. The way Dad tells us is that Batman figures out in like a page or two that he's Batman and then that Clark Kent is Superman. And I was like, well, of course, he's the world's greatest detective. And then he has to go. Okay, we need to go, Clark, to uh, Fortress of Solitude and uh, get our memories back. And so it's like, and then Batman won the. And then uh, yeah, so he. Uh, but oh, the point, sorry, was Ant Man would always turn into Giant Man, but then Giant Man can't move as fast he moves super slow and so everyone could be able to kick his ass and i was just like okay and then they do that right in the movie because right. when i because i saw it first time i saw it i was like my dad is gonna love this and it was i matter of fact half of that i just i just was watching because at that point i saw it three times so i i knew what was going on and i just was just watching him watching he was just eating it up it was so much fun because Right, right. Yeah, and of course, and of course, and and, and is my favorite. I think it's one of the better Spider-Man because it's. It was. It's great. Yeah. Well, I think, and this is me being critiquey. Like Batman had the same issue where the person's really good as Batman, but not as Bruce Wayne, or sometimes it's vice versa. And I think that um, they kind of had the same problem with Spider-Man. Um, and it's not always it's not always the actor's fault. Sometimes it's just they write like Andrew Garfield was good with the snarks. But they would actually give him the snarks. They never gave Tony McGuire the snarks. Part of it is probably because of the narration. They didn't want to confuse the audience. They also had to make him take his mask off at the end. Whatever. Right. But uh, this one, it's like, oh, no, he's good Peter and a good Spider-Man. Like, he's doing both. It's like, yay. So I, so it was like, it was like bonus for, for him because he really, he really liked Spider-Man, too. So, um, but yeah, so you guys... Uh, we're being completely off topic. I'm sorry. So, so San Diego Con, um, you guys went, mm-hmm. and you guys got to. Uh, did they already announce who won? No, uh, we, for this year, yeah, they yes. did. They announced during. They have the Eisner ceremonies, mm-hmm. which is for the entire industry, from comic creators to the best-selling comics to the artists to the writers. Like it's it's like a two-hour ceremony, and it's named after Will Eisner, mm-hmm. who did um, the Spirit. Uh, amongst many other right. awesome things. So, but yeah. So, uh, like, what was your being the judge? What was what was your your critiquing? Like, you don't have to say what you voted for. I'm just saying, like, what what's your thing that you look for? Like, is it same stuff that you do? What when you... was difficult mm-hmm. was when they send you because you're somebody nominates your store right. and they send you a request for documentation and you have to make a video. And there's a lot of work that you have to do once you're nominated. Mm-hmm. And having been on that receiving end as far as what they're asking yeah. for, and then looking for that as you're judging what you've been asked for, everybody interprets it differently mm-hmm. because it's so general. So you're looking at, let's say let's say you went to go judge a um, pizza contest, right? You're, yeah. you're, you're judging, you're going to have, it's just... You're told you have to make a pizza. That does sound really good. But you're not told if it has to be a mushroom pizza or a pepperoni pizza. Oh, you're just pizza in general. Or if it's just a cheese. It's just, here's your choice of pizza. Which one do you like the best? Well, sometimes you like pepperoni pizza and sometimes you like mushroom pizza. So that's kind of what it felt like judging. Sometimes this store is going to appeal to you and having the different judges there with no real clear understanding 
um, of what the um, nominees had to submit, you know, you whatever you were in the mood for that day. Mm-hmm. Like, so that we won, yes, it's amazing and it's great, but also judging is really difficult because, you know, everybody's got a different taste in pizza. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, so you're looking for the best store, and you haven't even got to the best store yet. You're all about pizza now, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, but no, but I, that, that's I, mean, so I, I guess that's the only way I could I could yeah. compare it is because what they're sending you and the information that they're sending you, it gets down to where you've got you know we had we only had 20 stores to judge from this year, mm-hmm. which is a lot less than what they've had in the past. Really, because that already sounds like a when lot. we won last year, there were 40 nominees. What? what? That is so awesome. And um, there was we a were clear Midtown. Oh <laughs> yeah, we were, no, we were, <laughs> we were. No, legitimately, we were like the way right. the packet was. Like we got calls from multiple individuals, including the guy that runs it. He's like, "Hey, this is exactly this is if we could duplicate this across the board, this would be great." I'm like, "Well, why don't you tell people that's what you want? Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be easier." <laughs> Same make a pizza. So yeah, you're, I'm judging 20 different pizzas, and oh um, you know you had some old school people that like deep dish, and some that like thin crust, and it just depends on what you like that appealed to you. I mean, fair so enough. One of the specific, I, I guess, the, the best example that I could have when I judged, um, which shows you the different mentality of it, was the very first. They, they did it alphabetical. The very first store that they showed, they showed this video of the store. And everybody's like, well, where's their kids section? And I said, well, what kind of store is this? Are they located on campus? Because if it's a campus store, they're not going to have a kids section. And we Googled that store. Guess what? So you guys are all in the room like We're a, like a jury. We're all in the room together yeah, oh, wow. watching this video because they show all the videos first. Mm-hmm. And so we're watching this video. And, and like I said, they were all upset that there was no kids section. And they Google it. And sure enough, the store is on campus. And I'm like... That would be a waste of their resources to put together a kids section. I'm sure they have kids comics, but they don't they, have a massive kids. Right, section. right. You're gonna, you're yeah. going to, your store is going to cater to your environment, and I think um, that's something that I don't think that they realized. Mm-hmm. You gotta we, go we're to your a comic own. book. We're a comic book store in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna have a comic book store that fits the general needs of our population. Right. You've got stores on campuses that are gonna fit the needs. And meet the needs of that population. So right. that's the tough part about the award is, again, when I say it, when I'm talking about pepperoni pizza yeah. versus mushroom pizza, that's a big difference. It really is. No, it really is. Because you're, you're, you're dealing with two different, because if you do that, then it's taking away possible sales for their business and something else. Because, so, again, you're not catering to the needs of the community at that point. Right. right. If your community right. is campus, then you've got to go you're more for the... You're doing different events. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I mean, the same thing would be for record stores. You're going to probably go for, you're going to probably have a section for local artists a little bit more than, and maybe 45s because it's the hip thing to do because that's what you're the community on campus wants. People are finding they have record players. They have, right, exactly, exactly. So that's where I found it very difficult in judging. Jamie said he could do it all day long and tell you what the best pizza is, even regardless yes. of the toppings. Mm. So yeah. it's right. lunchtime. Yeah. Right? No, no, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we could do it with donuts too, because even just a simple glazed donut. How many different kinds of great glazed donuts are there? There's a a pizza show. We just go around on Saturday. But wait, okay. So being I used to work for Pizza Place, no, I I went to the conventions where they have the pizza shows. I mean, it's just it it's really it's almost now is everyone's trying to create the the contest they have is really all about the who's creating the weirdest pizza yeah. like the hamburger pizza the cheeseburger pizza, the pizza, pizza. Oh, 
Which one's the one? My dad, we, we watched uh, Food Network, and I think they somebody made a Reuben pizza, so we started making, when he had his pizza shop, we started making Reuben pizzas, and it was amazing. Oh, my God. You just top it with a caraway seasoning at the, at the end, and it's mm. just like, boom. I, I, when, I, when I worked at Flyers, I used to do the... Uh, they never did it with it because did it, they didn't even try like for whatever. But I did which it's also very bad for you. But it's the cheddar bacon fry pizza, which it, oh no yeah yeah. But instead of pizza sauce, you put the the ch- melted, cheese. melted cheese. That's your sauce, which is that's bad. Then you put the that's provolone not. cheese. Oh, well, it's deliciously good. Right. But your heart is just going. Oh no! <laughs> Yay, kamikaze! Uh, but then you put the cheese on top of it, and then you would half uh, fry the the fries. You let it bake. Again, Flyers had the rotating one because uh-huh. uh, uh-huh. Nathan, the really tall one for GBG, he, he Todd's has the old school. It's just a like a brick oven almost. So it's not like that. I don't think it would work that well in there. The conveyor. Yeah, the conveyor. Well, and the, yeah, the convention oven, and uh, you half cook them, and then the convention oven bakes the rest of them, and then you put the bacon on top of it, and then after it's out, you just glaze it more with the. Oh, oh, no, sorry. No, no, you're fine. Oh, yes. oh I know, right, sorry, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. And I just remember I showed that to the audience, and they're just like, that's never really, I don't think we can mass produce that and also do that in, in a convention environment. I was like, <laughs> fair enough, but it's delicious. So, um, no, but if you ever get to, they are pretty neat, though, because you can try the pizza out and can offer your thoughts and stuff like that. It's really yeah, that's actually the only thing I really miss working <laughs> at a pizza shop. Well, I'm also really weird. I don't like smelling like... It's why I'm a horrible cook. Horrible. First time I met Sarah, well, we went on a... Well, it's, we don't really know what it was still, even now. It's like a date, but it wasn't. We were just hanging out as friends. I was making an apple thing, which is where it's like... It's a... a oh, crap. Plain City's full of them. Um, the Dear Dutchman. Uh, they're not Amish. They are... Can't... Mennonite, thank you. Sorry, oh Lord, um, it's a Mennonite recipe, and it, it's you take baked. It's pretty it's much not theirs. Yeah, it's just not theirs, <laughs> right? Right. And I would actually, I, I look for it online. I don't really see it because it's a baked but apple. They don't online. <laughs> hey, uh, the but normally uh, a lot of people the recipe is online. It's like a, you bake the whole apple, and it's really hard to do. My grandma's Mennonite recipe is you cut the apple in half. Um, cord and all that stuff and peel it and then you fill it with like um, a little bit of water uh, brown sugar butter and then you bake it and it's pretty much like the pie filling but it's it's so awesome and but for me though I don't like getting my hand sticky so I'm peeling the apple wiping my hand off peeling the next apple it that takes a long time and Sarah's like what are you doing just like she got like three down I'm still like on one because I'm, I'm my hands. Yeah, <laughs> no, it really is, and I'm just like I don't want to wear the gloves. Gloves are weird too. They get sticky too. They do, and then there's also the weird rubber. I, I'm, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. It's not cookie. Eat out. Well, that's well, that's the thing. That's also for me not that good. So, um, but I, we, I can do some stuff as long as it's not like you know, if I bump it into a pan and stir it about, hey, it's okay. Uh, before we end, because um, we've been talking for over an hour now, which is awesome. Um, so much fun talking to you guys. Anyway, uh, what stuff is out right now um, or that's coming out that you guys are excited about and then uh, that, that the parishioners are, 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 or the patrons are, are excited about as well? I'm always excited for whenever the new Southern Bastards comes out. 
the, the new what? Southern Bastards. The Southern Bastards. What's my southern, favorite? What's Southern Bastards? I, it, I don't know anything about it's that. It's about football, but it's yeah. not really about football. Uh, it's about a uh, football coach in the South, which is a winning football coach. Mm. He can really do anything that he wants. Like you murder people in the streets. It's kind of like high state. It's like you can murder people in the streets. Um, and then everybody looks the other way. And... Facebook, what can you murder? No, 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 no. I, I know. He's, yeah. like, he's, he's, he he's the mob the boss of he's the, the South, and his, his minions are the football players. Yeah. And they never leave. Like, they're an awesome, strong football player. Oh, my God. He's like, oh, you're doing such a great. Too bad about your knee. And he's like, what? Nothing's wrong with my knee. Bam, there goes your knee. And then now you're like, you're stuck in this stupid town. You hate this football coach guy with everything that he stands for. Mm. Uh, but you can't leave the town. How many issues has this been going on for? It's in the 20s, maybe. Uh, is, it, is it image? No, it's been, it's there's three trades. Is three trades? It's image. It's glorious. It is. Oh, my gosh. It is great. It, it took is, me forever. It's called Southern to Southern Bastards. Southern Bastards. Yeah. Well, my because my first thought was Inglorious, and then by Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron, right? Yeah. Mm. It's great. Okay, Southern Bastards. That's yeah. Jamie's pick. Yeah. What about you, Teresa? I'm I'm all for the cannonball run version of Batman yes. for All Star Batman with uh, Batman and uh, Two Face. That I'm so excited. I cried when they announced Scott Snyder on the Batman team because when DC did their WonderCon panel, mm-hmm. and here's all of our Batman creators for the new rebirth of Batman, and there was no Scott Snyder, and I was like, stupid DC. And they finished everything, <laughs> and then they announced, and now on All Star Batman, Scott Snyder walks out. And I cried. I was like, I'm such a dork. Yeah. But oh, it, and the way they described it, and the way they described it was that it's Batman and Two Face driving cross country on adventures. And the first thing that popped into my mind was Cannonball Run. And I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be awesome. Now they want to make Two Face just like Joker insane, and I think they're they're gonna do a great job. The first couple of pages with Batman, they had Batman making a couple of jokes, and I'm like, Batman doesn't joke. Like, yeah. That's, so that, that was the only thing so far that was just like a question, but the rest of it, I, I can't wait to see where it goes. I'm really excited. So, uh, the, this, the end of that book was fantastic. There's only one issue um, so far, so I, I hate to get too excited, but I'm not. It's Scott Snyder. Yeah, he, well, I was hashtag telling you, I... Love for Snyder. Hashtag, was it? Hashtag love, love for Snyder? Love for Snyder, yeah. Hashtag love for Snyder. Um, no, I, I I just remember that from uh, old Jimmy Fallon. Yes, and yeah. Justin Jimmy, Bieber. Yeah. Uh, hashtag comic book. Hashtag. Yeah. Then, then the root comes. Like, will you stop that shit out? And then he, he showed. No, I love that. I think it's hysterical. For a while, I was actually for my kids. I was just harassing them online. I would spell out the word hashtag. Yes. <laughs> Is this right? <laughs> Oh. Uh, kids are doing. Is that what the kids are doing today? Oh Hashtag and just spelled it out. Oh my gosh! I don't see. I could. My first thought is that would be. Uh, that's such a awesome Bullwinkle joke, and I was like, I could never make that work, like vocally, because you can't. You know what I mean? Because you're, you're just like, oh, you're saying you're doing a H-T, hashtag. You could say ht. H o. Okay. Okay. You could do that if you want to spell it out live. Okay. I mean, there was one time I was laughing at a joke, and I actually, in person, said LOL instead of, like, just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I became a big fan of Snyder. Um, I, they did a Nourish Writers panel. I was telling you, so they did a Nourish Writers panel, and they interviewed, I think, uh, uh, Snyder and uh, Caputo, or Capullo. Capullo. 
Uh, yeah, and uh, and they were they were just talking about how they got in the book, and it was, and the more they talked about it, and then it just so happened, I think, Free Comic Book Day, like a little bit later, DC released online like the first two books of their of their tenure together. So I got to read it, and it was really good. And then um, it was just one of those things that just kind of for me fell behind the cracks, um, kind of. Then, but I'm also they have this the trade paperbacks on those probably right now. Yes. Okay. So I should just get those. Oh, the trades. They're right over there. <laughs> um, but what about you? Uh, what are the big things that are coming out that the patrons are super excited about? Do you, like that you guys think of the patrons? Are? I mean, it's everything. But like, is there anything that's standing out to you guys as well? Like, we're really enjoying all of the new uh, DC Rebirth. DC Rebirth. Yeah, most of it's been really great, and they're all they're all enjoying it. I think that mm-hmm. most of them are enjoying uh, maybe Green Arrow a little more than you know. Some of the other ones. Some of the other ones. What What's the big thing that's happening in Green Arrow that's setting? That you are you aware of what's setting it apart? I am or? not. Okay, fair enough. I am not. I fair enough. Well, my one friend who does the convent, who helps out with conventions, she's she she likes them all. She loves them all, but she really loves um, Nightwing. And she it's was, nice to have Nightwing back. Is Dick Gray, did Dick Grayson that series was great? Well, that's what, that's what she, she was madly in love with him being the secret agent thing. Right. Because at first she's like, "That's stupid. Why would you take away Nightwing like that as a and super agent?" Fine, yeah. And then it was fine. She and then she's like, "Now I'm mad at DC that they because it looked <laughs> like they were done with it." And it's like, "No, Nightwing's still back. He, he's Nightwing again." Yeah. And uh, and and then she's like, "It's so good." It uh, is she, nice to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's okay. Isn't there? Isn't is Damien back or no in Batman? He sh- is he back back? I think he's back back yet. Yeah. He's not uh, back back yet. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, supposed to be with. Uh, we're gonna do one with like Damien and Superboy together. Well, that's Ooh, not interesting. I'm looking forward for that book. It's probably gonna be terrible, but. I'm <laughs> I used to hate Damien until they killed him, I and I Damien. was like, oh. "What? Well, okay, what? He, he was a jerk." Well, right, but why? But, but that's, I've always found that interesting is that people hate a character and then they die, and they're just like, the "I only miss that character." Well, no, no, it's the story. I think when they did Batman Incorporated, mm-hmm. when they rewrote him in that series, when they launched that whole New Fifty Two, and they did this Batman, I'm like, "Oh, okay, Damien, I, I, I'm really liking you." And then they killed him. Like it wasn't like I was okay. Yeah, so it was fair enough. I didn't like him, and then they actually just course they, corrected they, writing. They, him. they they had written a new story, and I was like, "Oh, this okay, I can follow." Because he ends up with like a pet cow. Like it's just ridiculous. It's right. I don't want to say a pet cow, but there was some sympathy. There was a cow. There was a cow involved. There was a, there was definitely <laughs> a cow involved. And they killed him, and you're like, "But I was just finally coming around." Did uh, uh, well, this is my last question? We'll end it. Did you guys see the Killing Joke? I haven't. Was is it good? I like it. You, you like it? Yeah. We like it. Okay. So again, we like movies. Yes. yes. Okay. Was the Batgirl thing... It was fine. It, it kind of... It made the Batgirl made story... Made the Batgirl story a little better. You know? It okay. gave it more substance. Yeah. Because awesome. at the end of the day, the killing yeah. joke is a very short story. It is, yes. And because the atrocity occurs to Batgirl, you're like, well... What are we going to do to kind of give you more information? Because everybody knows about Batman. Everybody knows about Joker. Mm-hmm. What about what, what can we do for her? And they gave, you know, could it have been a better story for some people? Sure. It was I, fine. I've I not, I've not seen it yet, but hearing about it, I actually am not that bothered by it. No. Uh, from just hearing about it. Just because oh, my first thought is, it's like the ghost was like, oh, no. But then after thing, I was like, well, 
but you have to give a reason to really I mean because look you have to give a real reason story-wise when you're watching it to care about Batgirl besides she's Batgirl right. and Batman Absolutely. loves the kids that you right. can't do I don't know I, there was an intimate scene that I don't think was yeah, appropriate. appropriate I think I don't think you needed that mm-hmm. for Batman to care about Barbara mm-hmm. like, I, I think that part that made it weird that made it weird and crossed the line okay interesting okay um but they that have was, sex. They do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of a joke. But you just it, never hear, like, Batman well, no. doesn't. Like, that's not, like, he's, so, Bruce Wayne's no, the No, he never. Yes, but not Batman. Batman yeah. Right? Like, Batman don't, don't get it on. It was the heat of the moment. No. She was like, I don't know what she's supposed to be in that, but that made it really creepy. Right, because she, she seems <laughs> to pretty me, young. she's just a young girl, and then he's this older guy. Well, there was always hints of it, too, in Batman yeah. Beyond. Like, eventually they did, and it just didn't work out, and it just kind of de- deteriorated things further, which, which is interesting. But again, that's being talked about, and also Barbara Gordon, uh, Barbara... Babs is, you know, showing her age in that one, so you're like, oh, I have no problem with that. <laughs> but then, yeah, I can understand if you're watching it, and it looks a little... Yeah. yeah. But, and of course, I have to ask, how was Conroy and Hamill? Were they great? Fantastic. Oh, they're, they're my favorite. Sings. I, uh, does he? Yeah, he, he sings. sings. He does like the, in the, the roller coaster. He does <gasps> the whole cool song. Oh, it's I love, I, you know, uh, there are so many voice actors, I they're perfect in their role. Mark Hamill is the Joker, and then, uh, I want to see him as a live action. Why can't he be the live action he, Joker? Like, what's just wrong? One time, what's just wrong with that? In. You know, I don't know. Well, I, I've not seen it all, but I hear like it, the the trickster kind of borders okay. sometimes. He goes in and out well, using that voice. He cuts it right off. Give right him the, the Joker. Joker. Why not? Why not? I don't know because watching him and it's also really funny to see him. It, being that we do the radio show, it's interesting because if I play uh, Captain Kake, I don't really do anything different. I just stand up. But like if I've done some characters, you do start to hunch over, and when you see him do the Joker, he like hunches his shoulders up, and like it's it's just it, I mean it's a real vocal. I understand why it's very tiring for him. You know what I mean? Because I've done that where I've like completely hunched over and whatever for a character, and, and and then like the only thing is we're doing it live, so I don't get a break. Right. And if I stop, then it looks like I'm breaking character, and it just looks weird. And then, but just still, like just even do it for a few minutes is is just it does physically take a lot of value. And he's, I mean, he's Luke Skywalker, but the dude, right. I God love him. He's getting up in years, and I just, I just want him to be the Joker forever. I will, I, yeah, live action, non live action. Give me Mar- some more. Mar- yeah, there was uh, the dark, one of the movies I saw uh, the DC did. Um, it's uh, it's Bruce not it's Bruce Greenwood or something like that. He sounds really like Kevin Conroy for a little bit, and then it doesn't, and it made me so mad because I was like, "That's not that's not Batman. <laughs> that you no, you don't do that." Grand, the movie was actually pretty good, but uh, it, it just. What was what was the one Brian Cranston vo- voiced the commissioner? He, he was Commissioner Gordon in one of the movies, and oh. I thought his voice uh, was a perfect Gordon. You're one. Was it your, I think it was your one. Yeah, yeah it, his voice was a great Gordon. Yeah, I just uh, yeah because I. My but I don't was, know if I could visually see him as Commissioner Gordon, but no. his voice was a great Gordon. See, and that's the great. Th- this is why I love the DC cart. Well, I I love the DC stories. I wish I just wish Bruce Tim was always in charge of all of them because I'd like them all to kind of be the same thing. That's it's a me thing. Um, well, well, part of it is, is that they just do such a good job introducing the voices, and that that's who you. Yeah grew up with, and, and you know they did such a good job, I just wanted them to keep doing it. Like, Mark Hamill was the Joker. Like, you know, I love John DiMaggio, but his Joker just feels like he's trying to do Mark Hamill and Heath Ledger yeah. combined, and it's just, ah, yeah. no, 
it's still really good though. It's its own thing. But I, but no, I like uh, Doom. I saw Justice League Doom. That was so good. But I was like, why can't we use like Kevin Conroy and <laughs> and the the, uh, the original the TV show Flash? And I think in that one they did use uh, Nathan Fillion as the Green Lantern, which I am always a yeah. okay with because he's my Green Lantern now. Well, actually, the Flashpoint, he's <clears throat> Green Lantern. Well, there's Henry Jones. Uh, 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 Henry Jones? No, Henry. Is the you know the the, the current Green Lantern, yeah. but then when it flash points, it jumps back to another time. It's Nathan Fillion right. as Green Lantern. You're like, yay! <laughs> yay. So um, all right, uh, well that's it for right now because I've it's we've been like, talking an hour and twenty minutes, so which is awesome. So uh, has it gone okay for you guys? Is Great. It yeah, it's okay. Fine. All right, um, and then next time we'll hopefully just do more. More comic stuff and movie or whatever, whatever. Yes, yes. This is fine. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, and uh, by Actually. the way, follow them on packratcomics.com, and you can find out the link. This follow me on Instagram as well. Social yes. media. Yes. Uh, Packrat Comics is in, on Instagram. On Instagram. And uh, uh, follow us on Twitter. Twitter. What's the Facebook? It's facebook.com forward slash is it Packrat Comics? Yes. Or is it, okay. Yeah. Which one of my favorite bits is um, your new 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 comic day videos. They're they're a treat. So much fun. Oh my! I, it takes me a couple days to figure out what to do. But. Yeah, there's so much fun. Just, just go watch them because they're awesome. Yes, yes, please do. And again, that's, uh, that's facebook.com forward slash Packrat Comics, um, Instagram and Twitter, uh, Packrat Comics, all uh, one word. And so uh, Packrat Comics on Twitter is underscore because somebody oh. stole the other one. What? Yeah. Or I signed up a long time ago and forgot. <laughs> it could be that one. It could be that one. Nobody really wants that. So underscore is the one on Twitter. Right. And you can uh, probably just Google the yeah. Packard Comics. Uh, so if you'd like to know more about them, uh, our website. with all that though, because if uh, then just go to packrackcomics.com, that also has everything as well, yes. and also it has information for the pool lists and all that. Also shows other cool stuff that you can get and grab. Um, so, uh, well, thank you guys so much. This was You're a lot welcome. of fun. Thanks for Jeez! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you start up, cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place! Something! 